want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easy, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. It's all in one place and it's free. It's called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start recreating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available now on Spotify. Of course, they're optional. And when you want to take your conversations with your fans to the next level, the Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking and to get the conversation going. With Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including podcast ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it is totally free with no catch. Listen, ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, it has truly taken my show to a whole new level, especially with having the options like the video podcast, the Q&As and the polls, and has let me be creative in a completely different way and connect with my audience in a completely different way as well. So I highly recommend that you give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters app or either go to the website, which is spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. You're now listening to the Girl Take Note Podcast, hosted by Shawnee Sanders, former series satellite radio host and TV personality. This is the only podcast energizing women to live life unapologetically and enjoy the journey. So, if you're ready for a hilarious, candid, and honest show, then let's jump into today's episode, where we're discussing all things black culture, relationships, current events, and everything in between. Now, here's your host, Shawnee Hey guys, welcome to the Girl Techno Podcast with me, your host, Shawnee Sanders. Today, I wanted to talk about something that has been bothering me for a while, but I haven't had an opportunity to really talk about it. And I've been talking about it with friends a lot lately and even in the past, but I haven't actually came on any show and discussed this publicly. And I just wanted to do that today because I wanted to see if anyone else is experiencing what I'm going through. Um, okay, so for those of you that don't know, your girl still work a full-time job, right? Podcasting is not paying a girl out like that yet. So, you know, I still work full-time and I work in digital, the technology space. And, um, and I've been doing that for a while now. And what I noticed to be a trend in this space, and, and I don't know if anyone else sees this, but what I noticed that a lot of African-American women and men are, are not very well represented in this space. It's not a lot of us in this space, in the technology or the digital space, especially when you go into an organization, right? I've been on product teams. I've been a product manager. I've been a product owner. Um, I've been on the opposite side, more so front end, or I've been on the back end uh, when it comes to technology. And also I've been in the digital space. So that can be anything from website updates. That could be digital marketing. That could be um, digital strategy. I did merchandising. So I've been on a different side of the business for a very long time. And the one thing I noticed that is continuously a trend for me is that anytime I walk into a room, a meeting, 
I am the only African-American in the room. I'm the only African-American, not only African-American female in the room. Rarely, almost never, do I see another African-American in the room with me. Rarely. I just had a meeting a week ago, two weeks ago. I had to fly to Chicago um, for my company and great organization that I work for. But what I noticed in this field that I'm in, there's not a lot of us in it. And so when I went to this meeting, I was the only black person in the room. <laughs> I was the only African American in the room. And I just want to know if anybody else in this technology space, or maybe in the space that you're in, do you feel the same way? Do you feel like, man, like, where are we? Where is our seat at the table? In the meeting I just went to, my I'm in a position now, I'm a position of, of a decision maker, right? I'm in a position of authority. And so, especially in this position I'm in now, there's definitely not a lot of us at the table. You know, where is our seat at the table? I happen to have a seat at the table, a seat at a table that um, owns a complete department and that makes decisions for that department and strategy and, you know, build out um, resources and stuff like that for that particular piece of the organization that I own. And it has just been so eye-opening to me that no matter what part of what area of this technology and digital space I'm in, there's still not a lot of us in it. And I don't understand it. So I talk to a lot of my friends all the time and I don't have too many friends that are in the technology space. But once they find out what I do, once they find out the salaries that you can make in this space, a lot of them want to transition into the space, into technology, into digital. And so I do my best to help them understand where their skill set is now and what skill set they need to acquire in order to get a foot in the door in any of these technology or digital spaces. Because everyone's skill set can be transferable. I came from a background of finance and I was able to transition into technology and not in finance. I was not in that field, you know, but it just still amazes me to see that we're still lacking in these areas. And I just don't understand what it is. I know when I got this job, this new job, this is a new one. I went through a lot of the interview process and I understand a lot of people get very nervous about interview processes. And um, especially if you don't understand the job, if you don't understand the jargon, if you don't understand the skill set needed, because truth be told to be in technology and digital, it really requires a skill set. You can have a degree and that's great. But if you don't have the skill set that they need, you don't know how to work on the technology that they use, the basic applications that they use, then you're not going to be very useful in this industry. So I tell people all the time, great, you have a bachelor's, you can have a PhD, but do you have certain skill sets? Do you know certain skills? You know what I mean? Especially for those people who are in finance. And a lot of people I know are in finance and they want to transition. And I tell them, okay, do you understand Adobe Analytics? Or do you understand how to use Adobe Analytics, Google Analytics? You have to understand those type of applications in order to transition. It's not just about Excel. You know what I mean? It's not just about doing worksheets and creating those type of um those types of spreadsheets and being able to interpret data. You have to be able to interpret data that comes from analytics. You have to be able to understand tagging and mapping. You have to be understand, you have to understand customer journeys. You have to be able to understand entry points and exit points. And so there's so many different things that goes into it. 
And I tell people all the time, like, listen, just take a class in it. Understand the basics of it. Because once you get into it, you can then learn by doing. Because that's what I did. I didn't know Adobe Analytics. I didn't know half of the applications that I know now before I came into this industry. And I know a lot of applications that we use. But still, it's still a, a learning process. But I, I still look around the room and I, all I say is that where are my sisters and brothers at? <laughs> where is everybody? You know, we, we came out of the meeting and it was a really good meeting. I had to present my um, thoughts and ideas for this, this particular supplier and really help them move forward in a certain space. And I came out of the meeting. And of course, once I'm out of the meeting, there are a lot of African-Americans that work for this company, but they're just not the decision makers. They were not in the room to make the decisions. And so mind you, it took me a while to get to this level in my career. And, but once I got to this level, I understand what it takes to get to a level, to be that person at the table, to be that decision maker, to be able to hire someone else onto your team, or to be able to bring someone else in this company, to mentor someone in this space, to understand where they need to be in order to have a good career in this space. But still, it's just, it still amazes me when I walk into spaces and African-Americans are not really present. And I sit down at this table and I feel like, okay, I represent for all black people now because I'm the only one in this room. So I got to make sure that my shit don't stink because <laughs> I don't want them walking away with this impression as if I was given this job. I earned this job. I have the right to be in this room, you know, and I don't have to prove it to them. But at the same time, I understand how they look at us when we do walk into a room and when they are surprised to see us in the room because they're so used to seeing just themselves in the room. And, but it's refreshing to know that I'm in these spaces and I can help other people get into these spaces. So I went to a mixer the other day and it is the Billionaire's Moms Club. And I'm gonna definitely bring the founders on to talk about this organization because I think this is an amazing organization. And one of the things they wanna do is really help women pull each other up, right? You know, really make sure we're connected, make connections and have resources. And one of the things I told them was like, hey, I really wanna get more into helping women transition. And it could be women who are in their 40s because a lot of us at this organization, a lot of us in this organization, or a lot of us are in our 40s trying to transition into something greater because we want to be able to provide better for our families. And one of my missions, I believe, is to help other women understand where they belong, where they belong in the technology or digital space and being able to guide them in that space and help them get into that space because we all can do it. Being in technology or being in digital does not mean you have to know how to write code. You don't have to be a coder in order to be in this field. Being a coder takes a particular special kind of person. It is not my forte. I didn't go to school for code. Do I understand um, JavaScript? Yes, I do. Do I understand CSS? Yes, I do, because I understand the difference between those two type of codes. But do I write those codes? No, I do not. But I do have a level of understanding for it. I was able to manage a team that had developers on it, that had um, designers on it, and able to manage that team and manage the dynamics of that team in order to lead us to complete projects and tasks and while working in an agile environment. And so 
I just wanted to really come on here and I want to make sure that people leave me comments on YouTube and also on the um, podcast because I want to know if this happened to you. Like if it has, please make sure you hit us up on Twitter. We are Take No Girl on Twitter. And I want to know if you guys have any questions. I want to know if this really happened to you before because I was so surprised. I'm always still surprised and maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe that's me being naive, but I'm still surprised when I walk into a space and there's no other African-Americans in the room with me. I still get surprised by that. I still get surprised that we're not in certain spaces because I'm like, I know we have great African-American developers who have developed apps and gone on to do great things, but I feel like they don't get the recognition as our counterparts do, as our white counterparts do. And I just want to be able to have an opportunity to shift that culture. You know, I also have a dream of mine. And I share this guys, this with you guys to have my own investment firm. I want to create an investment firm for African-American women to come together and invest in those tech companies in black tech. Right. And that's still a really great a dream of mine that I want to achieve and something that I'm working on. But in, I want to do it simply because I feel like we are underrepresented in tech and we don't get an opportunity to get all the funding like any other race does. You know, it takes us a little longer. It, we have to prove a lot more for some reason. And I want to be able to offer young African-American founders an opportunity to have their technology presented to the world and be able to change the world with whatever they may be developing. You know, it doesn't have to be a young one. It could be someone who's in their 40s who created something or who's in technology and got something that's going to um, revolutionize an industry. That's what I'm interested in. And being able to bring these women together collectively in my in my in my investment firm that have um, backgrounds and connections that can actually help these small tech companies, black tech companies to really become something great and bring those companies to market. And so that's one of the big goals I have for myself and to start this firm. I have yet to give it a name, but I will soon. And when I do, I share it with you guys, but it is something that I'm looking to start. But because like I said, I just feel like we're so misrepresented in this industry. And I love being in the tech industry. I love being in the digital space because I get to learn so much about so many different apps, so many different applications, so many different platforms. And I feel like it just really gives me the knowledge and it empowers me to be able to not only speak to it um, intellectually, but also be able to guide another person in it and help them understand where we're headed, especially because my tech is more retail where I'm in and understand where the retail industry is headed in the next two to three years when it comes to technology and I can have those types of conversations with people and I can lead people in certain directions and help them understand where retail is going you know because it is a, a digital space and you have to be on that digital platform you have to have a, a digital option in order for people to access your services or your goods and so this is just one of those things where I, I just wanted to come on and talk about it because it has been mind blowing to me that still, and this is what, 2022, 2022, where we are empowering so many different things as African-American people, as African-American women, we're breaking molds, we're breaking the ceilings, but yet we're still misrepresented or underrepresented in tech. 
in digital. And I mean, <laughs> and I don't know, you know, like when you go into a space and you say to yourself, do everybody else notice that I'm the only black person in the room or is it just me? Do they notice that I'm the only black woman here? Or is it just me? Because I'm like, they have to notice, right? Like they have to see that, wow, shit, she the only black woman in the room with us. She must be somebody, right? That's what they have to think to themselves because I know I can't be the only one thinking this. I know I can't be the only one saying to myself, um, hey guys, it's me. Do you guys see me here? Where's everybody else at? I want to be able to walk into a room and see more of us at the table, more of us making decisions at the table. And I just happen to be blessed with a, an opportunity, a great team, a great boss who saw in me, um, to saw my leadership ability and saw the way that I understood what he was looking for, the platforms and the strategy he wanted to implement. And I'm grateful for that. And I, I could tell you that being in this space allows you to work from home. Like I work from home full time. And because of that, because I'm able to work from home full time and have a job that actually gives me work-life balance. I don't think I ever knew what work-life balance was until I got this position I'm in now. And I don't know if a lot of you understand what work-life balance is. And it's not about working like a worker bee for the job. It's being able to do your work, complete your work, and being able to still have time. Like I don't have a macro a micromanager as a boss. Hate a micromanager. Hate it. I cannot work under a micromanager. I have a boss who is fully and completely um trusting his team. He trusts his team to do exactly what he asks of us to do. He trusts his team to do exactly what they were hired for. And he's very hands-off. He's only, he's only like, um, listen, if you need anything, you need any help, just hit me up. So he allows us to be, take ownership of our positions, to lead the charge of those positions. And being in this field allows people to do that. It gives you so much more freedom. So I'm able to work from home. I'm able to juggle my life being a wife and a mom and being this podcaster and doing this podcast because had I not had this job from home, had I not transitioned, I wouldn't be able to do both. It'd be difficult to try to manage it all. But because I have such great work-life balance, I'm able to, to do the things that I love. I'm able to now be in spaces that I, I've always wanted to be in, create things that I've always wanted to create it because now I have the time. I mean, listen, hashtag reclaim my time, honey. It is real. It is real. And I think in life, that's what we all want. We want to be able to have the time to enjoy the things that we love. Not saying that everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, don't want to work their nine to five. You know what I mean? Because once my podcasting career takes off the way I know it is, because God is good, then eventually I will leave corporate America, you know, but for now I have it. I'm in a position where I'm able to do what I love, still work in a career that I love too, because I love digital and technology and I'm still learning a lot that I think helps me in my career and where I see my life going, but also have time for family, also have time for my husband. And so I think that's what's the best part of it all. It's just that balance that 
it creates. And I want so many more of us to have that balance, especially my home, my friends who want to be in this industry. And I tell them, listen, you can get to a level in your career where you can make the kind of money you want to make to help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. You can get to a place in your career where you can have the work-life balance you need, be able to be there for your children more, be able to be there for your husband more, whatever that may be, whatever it looks like for you. This is an industry that can give it to you. So why wouldn't I want to help more of my sisters get in this industry? Of course I do. Because I'm tired of being the only one at the table. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of walking in the room and being the only one in the room. I want to see more of us in the room. I want to see more of us as decision makers when it comes to these digital and technology companies. I want to see us creating tech ourselves. Um, as I have many ideas in terms of what technology I want to create myself, working in this industry gave me a lot of ideas on how to um, maybe cover the gaps that I see, the frictions that I see within a journey, a customer journey. And I can say, hey, if we just had maybe this, then this will make this customer journey a lot better. So I, I have a lot of ideas for things and looking forward to developing those things underneath my firm but also I just want to be able to pull another woman up and allow her to be in this space and allow her to achieve the things that she wants to achieve for her life because I know that this space can allow you to do it and so listen guys this is kind of what I want to talk to about today this episode is not the longest episode but I think that I just want to give you guys something to think about I wanted to give you an opportunity to think about where do you see yourself where do you see your life going? You know, if you want to be able to have a career in tech, by all means, like I said, go to us on Twitter, take no girls, send us a message, send us um, a DM if you want, but hit us up on Twitter with your questions. Hit us up on Twitter with your, I don't know if you may be a woman that's already in tech, hit us up with your advice. And what I think I'm going to do is a follow-up to this show. I'm going to have women who are in tech who are decision makers and have them come on this show so they can talk about their experience in terms of how they got to where they are because there's a story behind it. You know, my career, like I said, did not start off in tech. I didn't start off in tech. I started off in traditional marketing PR, you know, and so I was able to transition and elevate my career here because before along for, you know, for a long time, I didn't know that Things weren't so accessible to us during our time of growing up, like it is for kids who are on social media. We didn't grow up. I didn't grow up with social media. You know what I mean? That's not my era. There wasn't those opportunities there for us. We had to create a lot of our opportunities. But now there's so many opportunities for us. And as women, especially as black women, we have to be able to take advantage of those opportunities. We have to tap into those opportunities because we can. And I'm here to tell you that you can do it. You can have this amazing career that you actually love. You can be in a position of authority. You could be in a position where you're making six figures or more and you can really change the world. And you can do the things that you love. You can still have time for family. You can still have time for your own life. If you're single, girl, you can still have time for your own life by being a part of this industry. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, if you're looking to maybe get into this industry, then make sure you guys follow Girl Take Note podcast. We are Girl Take Note Girl on Twitter. That's where you can access any questions, um, leave any comments there. But you can also follow us on any other social platform. You can leave questions on, on this video down in the comment section. I would love to answer any questions that I can. I would love to help anyone that I can transition. You know, so just look for more episodes to come about 
this particular topic because I want to see many more of us with a seat at the table. I want to see more of us with being decision makers. And we see now today too, so many African-Americans are getting into technology. So many African-Americans are getting into like um, home ownership, being able to provide homes for other people. So we're really moving into that space, but I want to be able to see more African-American women at the table in these corporate industries because I know we can do it. And I know we deserve to be there. So I really hope this episode gives you guys some insight. And if you have anything you want to share with me, please do share. Um, we launch new episodes every Thursday for the Girl Take No podcast. And I'm so glad that you guys decided to listen to me today. Like I said, it's not a long episode, but it's really just like food for thought. And I wanted people to think about this. I wanted people to think about it. And I wanted people to to have an opportunity to understand that they can be in this industry. You don't have to be a coder. You don't have to have a technical background. You don't have to know how to write code or JavaScript or CSS. You don't have to know any of that in order to be in this industry, make your mark, be able to provide for your family the way you want and be able to enjoy your life and do the things you love to. So make sure you guys hit me up wherever you can. I'm here to listen and I'm here to help. That's what I'm here for. I am here to help. This platform is for me to help other people get to where they want to be in life. It's not just about me. I do this because I love to express myself, but I also know that we're all like-minded people. And some of us, and some of us want to be a part of this. I can't stand when my microphone drops like that. Some of us wants to be a part of this. If you're looking at this on YouTube, you'll see that my microphone was slowly slipping to the left, <laughs> to the right, out to the left. And it's just like, I can't help it. It's, it's crazy. But anyways, I just want to make sure you guys know that I'm here for you. Make sure you leave me a comment. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me on the Girl Take No podcast. And I will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Girl Take Note podcast. Make sure to follow, review, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. And remember, take time to enjoy the journey. Until next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.